they know me I want you all to listen closely Before I motherfucking proceed Yeah, when you're riding on the road, key And they're complacent with their road needs Ace is dancing, so you know what that means. It is time for another episode of the Last Week in Wrestling podcast. We got Horton with the shades, so you know it's time to get down with some amazing podcast topics. And welcome back, everybody. It's the comeback week. We started it last night with, of course, AEW Grand Slam. We had an amazing time watching that show, an amazing show nonetheless. And, of course, right here in my backyard, we're doing it again tomorrow night. For AEW Rampage, it is the second night of AEW's Grand Slam week. I'm very excited to have AEW very, very, very close to home right now, giving us great content. But none of that is on the docket for today. The docket is pretty full. It's pretty stacked. We've had a lot of news that have been breaking throughout the day with WWE especially. Um, Mm -hmm. But let's kick it off. And, uh, of course, this is the Last Week of Wrestling podcast where each and every week we like to give you guys news as well as our opinions, watch-alongs, reviews, and a whole lot of awesome new things is coming your way in the future, so stay tuned. But, I mean, yeah, let's let's get right into it, guys. WWE, the merger's official. So TKO is now the new brand for WWE, which means all of the WWE and the UFC have combined forces in a tag team to give us a whole new things that are just going to be happening, I guess, for the WWE in some aspect. But with great news, unfortunately, comes some sad news. Uh, we'll, we'll start off with that since that's the biggest thing that's kind of been happening on social media right now. We have been informed, like everybody else, WWE's cuts have come. And they're continuing to come as we actually do the stream right now with NXT. But the ones that we're talking about as of right now is, of course, the WWE ones with a slew of wrestlers that have unfortunately been cut today, like Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, Emma, Rick Boogs. um, Who else was that? Mad Cat Moss is gone. Ali is gone. And a whole Mustafa, yeah, Mustafa Ali, Elias, Elias, Elias yeah. yeah, Elias. Yeah, Elias was well. pretty cool. Elias was like last, like maybe like a few days, a couple of days ago. Is yeah, Elias yeah. The, I thought Elias was already gone for some reason. Yeah, he was gone I mean, earlier. I guess in a sense you could say that. I mean, he hasn't really been around. I mean, and what's really crazy is like they just brought back Emma, what five months ago, something like that. And she hasn't even made it a year, and now she's gone. So yeah. you haven't I seen Tom Ziggler in forever either, you know. Yeah, oh, I can't believe they they released Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I yeah. cannot believe it. Yeah. Yeah. In his situation, I feel really bad for him because you know he wasted all his time in WWE doing all this stuff, and he is getting older. And where can he go now? I mean, he really can't have the best best matches that he used to have. He would have had if he was younger. Now he's older. I don't know, man. He can I, still go, man. Yeah. He's, I think it's he's still, still great. I think. How old, how old is the guy? He has to be in his 40s. 40, 40 something. Younger uh, than Jericho, I think, isn't he? He's younger than Jericho, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he won't move like he did back in his prime, though. That's the thing. You're right. I mean, you're right. Yeah. He's not at his, t- at his top, but he's still very good. Yeah, but I think very even. High yeah. functioning even, wrestler. Even him not yeah, at I his mean, top. He has the skills, is still yeah. Good. But, like, 
the the endurance that it takes for like someone who is older as i was talking about last night with jericho mm-hmm. versus um sammy Guevara. i mean uh, jericho is older and i don't see him outlasting someone who is a lot younger mm-hmm. so, yeah i mean honestly the one that really threw me for a loop was shelton benjamin especially with the fact that her business has started to come about and, and started to expand now with now the street profits and possibly Bianca Belair joining the team in a heel type of gimmick as, as what they've been kind of posing for us here lately on SmackDowns and stuff. So it's been, it's been pretty crazy to see that now Shelton's gone. Dolph's gone. These are guys that have been in the company for a very, very, very long time. I mean, I remember when Shelton was with Brock Lesnar on that USA tag team kicking off shows, you know, to start off a SmackDown or a Raw in like the early 2000s before Brock kind of branched off and became the Beast Incarnate and all of that other good stuff. So, yeah, it, it's just really crazy. But let me let me go get her out of the way because she's starting to be ridiculous. Man, I'll tell you, Shelton's problem, the thing that he should have done and he should have never got rid of, he should have stopped breaking his mama on TV. Shelton was the bomb when he had his mama. Who's doing what? See, I wasn't watching yeah, WWE watch that. Yeah. yeah. Shelton Benjamin used to have a little stick where he had his mama come out with him all the time back in the day. <laughs> really? It was, it was legit, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. That's how I was first introduced to Shelton. He has mama's boy. So who is the person that shocked you the most that they got rid of? Uh, Mustafa Ali, because he uh, he's supposed to have a match coming up with Don, doesn't he? He, yeah, he had a match scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Totally that tells yeah. you right there that Triple H is, you know, hold hold on the thing, you know, hold on everything is kind of flipping up a little bit because a lot of the decisions that he made is being turned, just like Mustafa Ali versus Dom. That's not happening mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, I don't think Triple H has anything to say about any of the cuts. You know, I don't think he yeah. has anything to do with that. No, my, my knowledge. I mean, you know, as as these mergers happen, these things for corporations and businesses happen, you know, and that's the sad part of it. You know, it, it it's crazy to hear, you know, any type of wrestler, whether it's AEW, Impact, NXT, ROH, WWE, lose the job, especially if they're a hard worker, someone that's been putting food on the table for their families or themselves and being able to branch out. I mean, a lot of these people commit lives to this business. I mean, years of just training and getting out there and in the Indies marketing, going to shows to get their name out there, miles and miles and miles travel just to get an opportunity to wrestle for someone like an AEW, WWE or what have you. And then to be cut is very sad. It sucks. You know, it's a very, very bad situation. And I I feel really sad for all of them. But, you know, like Shelton, like Dolph, like Emma and Mad Cat Moss and everybody else, Top Dollar was another one, um, you know, who unfortunately lost his position as well over there. I, you know, I hope that's true. I yeah, heard that. He, I thought it was just a running gag, but no. Uh, Flop Dollar lost his. Uh, Flop Dollar lost his position. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, oh, you know, boy, it's I'm tough. sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but I'm no, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right, but no, I mean, it's sad. It sucks. It really does because a lot of these guys, you know, and girls have given a lot to the business, and now, unfortunately, the business which has made, which will be our kind of our, our little segue topic into the next one, you know, millions or really billions of dollars in a certain deal, uh, now doesn't have the money to pay for a lot of these superstars that are either brand new or getting a push. And now, like you said before, Ali was supposed to be wrestling and NXT No Mercy next Saturday for Dirty Dom's title. But now I guess that idea is gone. So what is left? What is left for Dirty Dom? Maybe it is, you know, Dragon Lee, like we've seen throughout the weeks and stuff, them kind of feuding and whatnot. But, you know, it's just very sad. And I, and I hope that everybody gets on their feet very quickly. So that way, you know, everyone can go back to feeding themselves and putting food and, and money in the pockets of their families and stuff and being able to, you know, do what they love, which is wrestling, just like us. I mean, imagine one day we don't do this podcast anymore because there's no more wrestlers and all, the, all of them are gone. They have no jobs. There's no more nothing. Yeah, exactly. I'd be sad too, Asa. You know, there's no, there's no nothing. We'll just be doing watch-alongs of old shows, which, again, is not a bad idea, but it's just like, you know, we want to see a lot of the new stuff. We want to see the new generations that have been birthed from the other generations that we grew up on and have watched and have been influenced by. And and it's just been like, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy journey throughout all of this to see all of this happen. So not for nothing, you know, it, it's a terrible day, you know, for WWE fans, you know, who have been fans of the um, superstars that have been let go and, and, um, for them, you know, themselves, you know, specifically. Yeah. I mean, a- I feel bad. I feel bad for it. I mean, I mean, it is business is business at the end of the day. And, you know, right. WWE is going to have to do what they think is best in their best interest as a company. And uh, all these people are, you know, as close as they are, they are just employees, just like any other company. And it sucks because, you know, we're all on this ladder. And mm. the higher you are, it's still going to hurt when you fall. And yeah. these people are realizing that. I just feel like, you know, sometimes people need to make the best decisions. And I know with Shelton Benjamin, for instance, didn't – it was uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. Was Shelton – wasn't Shelton Benjamin fired last time in WWE? Or was it no, he's he, never been he, let go prior. No, he um, just left. He just left on his own. No, I don't think he's – no, he's never left. Shelton's been around. Jones just wasn't in action for a very long time because they didn't have anything for him. And then when they kind of created the Hurt Business, that's where him and Cedric Cedric Alexander um, started to flourish and started to get more TV time. You know, they were part of that. They were the tagging division of the Hurt Business besides, you know, Bobby Lashley and Omos or MVP and Omos and stuff. So, you know, once MVP kind of took that role of a, true manager's position and stopped wrestling and it was Omos and Bobby kind of leading the charge in, in the singles division. You still had Cedric and, and uh, Shelton wrestling as tag team performers. I mean, Jones had singles matches in the 2020s. Imagine, well keeping, Cedric, Omos. Imagine yeah. them keeping Omos and getting rid of Shelton. <laughs> Omos, oh, Omos is a giant, man. Don't don't. Uh, don't <laughs> so many giants, though. I mean, he's a giant. He's a good attraction, and I think he he has ability as well. I think you know. I think he can do a little more than than most guys his size. Yeah, 
uh, I, I think Kipo Moss, you know, I think he could be an attraction. Yeah. They just, they just I don't think I don't think we've seen the best of Omos yet. I don't think so. I, I don't think we've seen the best at all, to be very frank. They could uh, just rebrand him. Yeah. They could rebrand him as something yeah. else. Exactly. Exactly. What he's got going right now isn't nothing. He should they should re- rebrand him into something else. Yeah, he hasn't been yeah, he hasn't been doing anything. What's the last appearance he made? It was against Rumble? I think uh it was a paper it was a live the Royal Rumble, I think. Rumble. Now he has a didn't he have a WrestleMania match? He had a WrestleMania match, didn't he? Oh yeah. right, yes, against Seth Rollins. Yeah. That was after though that was after the uh that was before Royal Rumble. No, that was after the Rumble. It was after the Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rumble always the starts Rumble. the year off. Mm-hmm. Rumble always starts the year off. Um but yeah, no, I mean listen, hopefully everyone lands on their feet quickly. Everyone can get mm-hmm. jobs, whether it's on the indie scene. I know I was on um, a lot of TikTok lives today. From Derek to uh, know uh, know your wrestling and a bunch of other great content creators, they were talking about maybe pushing Shelton to maybe ROH, maybe seeing him on AEW. Same with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, you know, it's just Dolph Ziggler going to AEW. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that um, I you know I hope happens. I hope one of these guys mm-hmm. or girls starts making their way into the indie scenes to really build up their character, work on their stuff, work on them uh, themselves as wrestlers and as character creators, and uh, maybe get another opportunity at a big-time promotion like an Impact, like an AEW, like an ROH, and be able to find success and be able to do everything that they wanted to do and live out their wrestling dreams, even if it's not with the WWE. I mean, you know, we know that the brand and the product is changing, and it keeps kind of – rotating around the same crew of people and we've had multiple podcast episodes about how we want to change and certain things to be done between either the men's division or women's division or titles and everything else in between so you know whether it is with or without the wwe hopefully these uh these good people will be able to find uh success still in other avenues of wrestling and 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 get back on their feet if you want to say say, i'm sorry go ahead all I'm going to say is, you know, just remember, the doors never close at WWE unless you're CM Punk. That's all I got to say. Shout out to CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> There's a good post. Uh, Madcap Moss, he's changed his name. What's his name? Riddick Moss. He changed his name. Yeah. To Riddick Moss. He uh, he had a good post on, on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, <laughs> Where he said, I, hey, did, he was like, did you hear? I graduated from WWE today. And he was like, J- promoters, just so you know, my booking fee has gone up and blah, blah, blah. And he had this whole scenario. It's funny. Uh, just check Riddick Moss's uh, X account for it. Okay. All right. I will. So I'm gonna, he was using some humor to. To, to, to deflect the situ- situation a little bit. So that yeah. was, you know, that was. I mean, not for nothing. It's a big thing to put on a resume. I work for the You're WWE. talking about Rick Boogs? Yeah, he changed no, his Twitter. Uh, Mad Cat Moss. Oh, no, Riddick yeah, Moss. Moss. Mad Cat Moss, yeah. Okay. Former gonna... Andre the Giant. Didn't he win the Andre the Giant Battle yes. Royal one year? Rick Boogs got kicked out too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. And I saw, yeah, Rick Boogs had some uh, some, some potential as well. You know? well I'm just going to say that Burke. I'm surprised. Yeah, Dana, Dana Brooks. Brooks was oh, yeah, Dana Dana Brooks. I hope AEW just snatches her right up. Yeah, they yeah. need to get her. They need to get they her. Need her. 
I they didn't get several several of these women. Happy, happy to hear that, I guess. I know uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Dana Brooks, so yeah. hopefully, hey, listen, I, again, it, it all comes to um, how bad they want to come back in this business. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. their time in wrestling wasn't poor or bad, or they don't want to throw away from it, but not for nothing. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy time to be a wrestling yeah. fan right now because besides, you know, that unfortunate news, you know, with everything, there is some light at the end of the tunnel, it seems, with especially one superstar in particular leaving one brand to possibly be coming over to the other one. And I know we all kind of heard it already, but Jade Cargill is possibly going to be in the WWE roster. Maybe all that money that they made recently was so that they can get her over there. Because <laughs> she, she chocolate goddess. Yeah, she is <laughs> a superstar. She's an absolute superstar in AEW. She was a reigning and defending TBS champion. And I know we've had our conversations about how we, we felt that, you know, Jade's reign was very uh, stale at one point due to the lack of the women's roster that is over mm-hmm. in AEW and everything. But now going over to a different women's division and someone of the likes of WWE, now we have the opportunity to see Jade really be the ultimate wrestler that we all know she can be. And by mm-hmm. that, she now has competition like with Becky and Charlotte and Bianca mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley even. No, Nia Jax, get her the hell out of here. Um, you know, but a lot of other great women and even being able to build up other ladies in the f- near future, like Piper Niven, Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. maybe even Nikki Cross comes around. It's, it's crazy to say that, but, you know, maybe she comes back around. There. Yeah. I, mean, I like Nikki Cross. Yeah, I, I think she's funny. I think she's funny. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we see people like that. Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell even, uh, Asuka, EO. Bailey, Dakota, when she comes back. So the list for the competition for Jade is almost endless. And there's a lot of great opportunities and possible tag teams that she can form and building up new people, even new women that are coming from NXT, from their graduation to the main roster. So there's a lot. There's a lot to play with here in that sense that with Jade's presence, it's going to bring a lot more of a higher feel of competition now in the ring. And I and I think that's very exciting. So we'll go around now, and I, I want to hear from everybody. We'll start with you, Horton. What, what do you think about um, the possibility of Jade coming? And we'll, what are your maybe match or two that you're excited to see to come out of Jade's performance and career in WWE? WWE has a great opportunity here with Jade Cargill. They could, she could either fly or she could flop, and that's the bad. That's the horrible thing about it is, uh, I hope she flies. I hope she does really good. That's if WWE uses their great creative mind to do something really good for her. And I think whatever they give her, she's going to take and she's going to run with it. But uh, I'm hoping that they will give her a good reign when she goes there. Maybe possibly do what she did in AEW and have like a, you know, don't lose type of gimmick 
for a while, show that she's the beast, the bomb, and give her a good match against one of these veterans up there. Don't put her, I mean, if they put her with the newbies and stuff, that's just going to show that she's very new to the wrestling scene when that's not entirely true. And I feel like if they put her with the likes of Becky, possibly, or probably getting one of the, you know, possibly the veterans, whereas some of the ones that may have retired, like, for instance, you know, tr- people don't want to say it, but Trish Stratus and, you know, Lita coming back and stuff like that. Uh, I could probably see a good match between them if they did something like that. And Becky versus Jade would be an amazing match, I believe. And mm-hmm. uh, I just hope WWE just doesn't squash this opportunity they have. And I've seen it happen before. I've seen it happen before, and I'm just kind of worried that, you know, they might do that with her. And Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. They need to make her Goldberg, you know, yeah, for real. AEW already did it, but that WWE needs to do it the way they they can do it, bigger and better. Yeah. You know, there needs to be she needs to have the security guards and you know with her uh, as she enter, enters the ring and all that shit. You know, yeah, more pyro, a grand more, entrance, more pyro. More pyro. Yeah, more pyro, yeah, more pyro, more pyro. Pyro's a big deal, man. You know, it indicates what star level you're at. You know, I don't know. They tried we doing should, that. We with, should keep uh, track. We should keep track of the pyro. Yeah, they tried doing you know, that with pyro Matt meter? Hardy. Pyro yeah, pyro meter. You know when Matt Hardy came track. back? He came back to WWE. Matt Hardy. He came back as the broken Matt. Uh, he he came back as Matt Hardy and he slowly went into the broken character. But the broken character was so like really pushed really really high as because it was really popular at the time i'm just afraid that if they wwe is afraid that if you know coming from AEW or something like that if they push her like for instance they try to push the gimmick like they did with matt hardy then maybe it might not work like it did in AEW. i'm just afraid that they they're afraid of them afraid of it themselves you know yeah i i i don't agree with you guys um so I like Jaden in AEW was unstoppable and had this amazing reign, but like I never saw her wrestle their top tier women, and so I've never seen her have an amazing match. I've seen her have a lot of squash matches, yes. and like she and uh, Chris Statlander have had some good matches, but I don't put her on the same caliber as like Tony Storm and Britt Baker. And, well, no, and then, she's not, but she so, will, yeah. she'll, hopefully she will be. I know, I think she will yeah, be too, but I don't think you can throw her in the ring with like a Charlotte and have her be performing on Charlotte's level. I feel like you need to start out a little bit lower than that and yeah, build her yeah, up. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have, start her lower, mm-hmm. but have her beating everyone. Yeah. yeah so have, have, her, her, have, have her some NXT gals, some, yeah. some performance center gals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what they're doing with Dom right now, you know, build her up small, then mm-hmm. but don't don't pull away from the fact that they could possibly have her be like, oh, well, she's still a badass, but she's beating all these women, and then whenever finally she goes against somebody who is very tough and famous, mm-hmm. then that way they won't be like, uh, and then she wins that match, they're like, oh, well, she put talk uh, money where her mouth is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. She whoops them too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I just think it needs to be like a slower process than yeah. It has to be like, yeah. It can't be like well AJ Styles. You can't throw you can't throw a yeah. mountain in her face. 
and because I feel like she will flop if they did that. Because mm-hmm. AJ Styles, he's been around everywhere. He he made his name for himself, and he he had the fans just like Cody. You know, Cody came, and you know mm-hmm. he, they can't throw. They don't have the talking leverage like Cody and AJ and them did. So I feel like no. if yeah, they could no. And and I and I think this is a perfect time for Jade to now work like you guys are saying on those other elements to make her a Goldberg esque type of superstar wrestling against people like Bianca and Charlotte, maybe in six, seven months from now, a year from now, even, and main eventing big pay-per-views like a rumble or a WrestleMania, a survivor series or something. So getting her around a lot more, um, same leveled wrestling bar women in that ring on a nightly basis and then having her work on her promo skills in the back and the mic skills and the fans kind of falling in love with her, the new ones, not the ones that are there that already know her like us, like others that are already going to the WWE shows, but other fans that are new, the younger generation that doesn't watch AEW, but now is into the women's division like a lot of us are now seeing a new fresh face. It's like, who she Oh, wow. I really like her when she's on the mic. I really like when she's in the ring. I really like this, that, and the third, getting those t-shirts and, you know, really supporting her and making those posters and whatnot. So if that slow build does happen correctly, I think we do have that top tier performer on our hands and someone that can lead the locker room in great success, you know, and I think Jade already has shown some of that in parts of AEW. Yes, majority of that reign as a TBS champion has been squash match, squash match, sky blue, squash match, squash match, squash match, squish Stratlander. Uh, You know, it hasn't really been a lot of competition. Julia Hart, uh, you know, there hasn't really been much to there. You know, it's been very quick and, 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 we, you know, I, I remember having conversations with people. They're like, I can't believe Jay was on TV. There was no point. Like, she didn't even need to come out to wrestle. Mm-hmm. She just hung out in the back and did a promo instead. Mm-hmm. And we probably would have, yeah. we probably would have enjoyed that more than have her come out to wrestle the people that do her makeup. Uh, y- you know, like there was no point mm-hmm. in that whole s- style of, oh, I want to be a hundred and something, but. You're not really wrestling nobody important. You're not wrestling anybody with, with that same caliber. You're not wrestling anybody with the same stamina that you have. So these matches aren't worthy. You know, these are those mm-hmm. matches that we've talked about. So now I don't see that happening with someone like Jade. I think that, you know, maybe in the beginning she might have a squash or two to build up that character, that big, you know, ready-to-go type of character. But mm-hmm. as she develops, as she goes on – I do see her going into bigger and more important matches, bigger feuds, more important storylines and story arcs with a lot of these women that also haven't been getting a look that we've missed on TV and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then eventually landing in that Lita, Trish Stratus, Charlotte Flair, Mm -hmm. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, because I would love to see Jade and Bianca go at it. I Mm -hmm. think that can happen. That can be a pay-per-view match. That could be a women's title match that we talk about for years to come. But if it's done right, but like we've all said, it is WWE, mind you. So if it's done right, then we're going to be all right. But if it's done wrong, 
well, Jade just better just worry about getting her contract out and keeping her name so that WWE doesn't, which is another big thing. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has thought of this either. And I believe she's a very small woman has a clause in there that states that when I'm done with this contract, if I were to leave, you don't keep my name because we know with WWE, they are notorious for keeping the name and you having to change your name. Look at Cesaro is now called Claudio Castanoli. Chris Jericho is using his actual name. So he doesn't have to worry about something like that. Brock, same. No, no, that's not his real name. His real name is Chris Irvin. Chris Jericho's name is Chris Irvin? Chris Irvin. Seriously? Yeah. But let's let's not forget that, you know, you gotta look at WWE like it's his own. So I don't know. I don't know how he how he gets to use it. But Jericho's been using that forever in Mexico and Germany and right, England I mean, and WCW. So I don't know. I don't know how the rights for that work really. Yeah, well, maybe it's in his, uh, it's WWE in his didn't create the Jericho name. I guess that's right. No, he brought that over with him. Yeah. That I know, yeah. but I always assumed that that was his government name. No, almost, thought. almost none of the wrestlers use their real names. Like right. even if their name, even if their name, like even Steve Austin, uh, his real name is uh, uh, what the fuck is it? Like it's, that, that's not his real name, though. Right. I can't think of what it is now, but that's not his real name. Huh. That's uh, interesting. You just blew my mind. I thought Jericho was – I thought Chris Jericho was Chris Jericho since no, he was born. His dad – it's Irvin or – I'm sure it's Irvin or Irvine. It's, it's probably Irvin. I-R-V-I-N-E. Uh, Irvin. He was wearing his dad's jersey, and you were telling me it was his dad's jersey, and I was like, Jericho's not on the back of that jersey, but that's yeah, why. His, his dad played hockey for the New York Rangers. Um you know, like we were saying the other night, where he was he born in New York because his dad yeah. played hockey there. Uh, his real name is Stephen James Anderson. Anderson? Who? Yeah. Stone Cold? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stephen oh, okay. Anderson. Anderson. Anderson? That doesn't sound right to me. That's not, no, no. Oh, oh, no Stephen, yeah, born Stephen James Anderson, December 18th, 1964. His age is 58. Austin, Texas. That doesn't sound right. Asa's consulting a book. Yeah, let's he'll, be, he'll be a minute. All you want. I don't know. This is uh, Wikipedia. So I never know. trust Wikipedia. No, yeah. Never trust but Wikipedia. Let's, let's not forget, though. You know, Stephen WWE, James Anderson. Yeah, WWE is its Stephen own. Stephen James Anderson. Steve Austin born Stephen James Anderson, December 18th. 1964, yeah. later and formerly, formerly Stephen James Williams, better I known by his great name. Williams. That's what better. I thought it was, was, Williams. There you go. Stone Cold Steve Austin, American television actor, retired professional wrestler, signed to the WWE. Okay. Can I say one more thing about Jade Cargo real quick? Yeah, we're still talking. Um, okay. Um, so I think, I don't know if it would be too, like, similar to what they did in AEW, but I feel like she needs a manager, like, to help just make her seem like a bigger deal. Like, have him, because, like, Smart Mark Sterling was just perfect for her, you know? Like, and, and I don't know if the manager should be, like, the same kind of character, but I feel like to make her seem like this unstoppable force, like, to have someone there to, like, negotiate contracts for her and also... Like, I haven't seen her do very many promos because it's 
was smart Mark Sterling kind of like right. speaking for her a lot of times. And so I just to like help the transition and get her on her own feet. Yeah. That's what I was thinking was Paul Heyman would be, would be great yeah. if he's managing yeah. Roman Reigns yeah. and then he takes this other that new person. Perfect. That would yeah. be absolutely perfect. Paul yeah. Absolutely perfect. Jade Cargill elite. That's, yeah. that's a move. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how you make her into a star. That's not but a now the way you do it though. If and, and now that now that now that Cade just brought that to my attention, and that's another reason why I said Paul was I don't like Sterling. Sterling doesn't really do much for me as the manager for Jade. Like he oh, does a good deal. I like him. I like him too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think he represents her well. I think he's just just there for the giggles. Like I, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of him. But if if Jade comes to WWE. She starts working her way up the chain of command in the women's division. And Paul, like he kind of started noticing LA Knight recently, runs into Jade in the back. And now this is after Roman, after the bloodline, even after Solo, let's say. Now he has to work. Now he's going to change to do something with a woman instead. He runs into Jade and he goes, hi, you know, I'm Paul Heyman. And does this whole little spiel, and then we see maybe like a week or a month later, Paul coming out with Jade to do all of the negotiations, the contract signings, all of the fun stuff as Jade just remains to be a superstar. Well, I think that that he could do it and still, like, while the bloodline's still going on. Like, I think he can still, because, I mean, old managers used to manage a bunch of different wrestlers. Like, it wasn't just that they had one person that they were stuck to. And Roman's there so infrequently. Well, the Roman, Roman's, hopefully, I mean, God only knows. On the, this could be 2060 by the time he loses his belt at this stage of the game with his vacations that just keep piling up. Um, you know. If I mean, yeah, he, absolutely, he definitely could. But if he wasn't, let's say, I'm just saying, hypothetically, yeah. if he wasn't managing anybody and he needs something to do and he's bored, uh, which would be very <laughs> shocking that Paul Heyman's bored, uh, you know, if he was to, you know, coach or mentor or manage somebody, Jade would be, I think, the perfect fit mm -hmm. because yeah. he could bring her to that Roman Reigns, that – Becky Lynch, Charlotte level immediately. immediately. Well, you know, Paul Lee has been the uh, has 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 a reputation as being a man who is ahead of the game in wrestling. Yes, he 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 managed S Steve Austin in WCW yep. as a technical wrestler before even he was a Hollywood blonde. He was managing Steve Austin because he saw his potential. Uh, he started ECW, of course, mm -hmm. ahead of the game, and then WWF, WCW totally copied him with the women and the women fighting and the and the trashy women and the nudity and the sex and the hardcore and the tables, and and now what's what's next? You know, this uh, black woman running, just running through her opponents. Yeah. And I mean, you know, with so few black women in the history of professional wrestling, yeah. so few. So, like you said, he's the perfect, mm -hmm. perfect one, perfect pick to, yeah. to go with her. Perfect. If you, if you bring Sterling, it just doesn't have that same effect. 
Like, yeah. hang on, I'm not no, suggesting no, that yeah, Greg yeah, Sterling yeah. at no, all. No, yeah. I'm not yeah. They're comparing him yeah. way too much to like, hey, you know, like, my deal is I want to bring him with me because he was my guy over in AEW, and mm -hmm. maybe his contract also has ran out because maybe they were insane. Maybe that's what the contract was to begin mm -hmm. with her and him. But I'd hope she would be smart enough to be like, look, you did what I needed you to do here. Thank yeah. you. Let me venture out. Let me win. Let me fail. Bless you. Thank and you. If I win, great on my own. Fantastic. But if I need someone to fill your shoes, I feel like I could find somebody, and to find somebody would be Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. And Paul, like everybody, like like Asa just said, is that visionary, that absolute. He already know, like the moment he sees her. He's going to know that's mm -hmm. the star right there. He'll know. He'll know the moment he talks to her, the moment he sees her in the ring. She was at the performance center. I guarantee you he probably saw tape. And if he hasn't mm -hmm. saw tape of her at the performance center, he saw tape of her at AW 100%. He's in, he's in those, he's in those sessions. It's not just only triple H and everybody else. Paul is 100% in those sessions. seeing oh, yeah. the mm -hmm. new talent that's coming yeah. in. Because, you know, who's going to be the opponent for Roman Reigns is really the question. That's the only reason why he's in there. He's trying to find I his, think, his I competitors. Think Paulie is not getting the credit he deserves, you know. Because, uh, you know, he's done a lot with the bloodline angle. And people yeah. are always talking about Triple H this, Triple H that. And I think Heyman has been doing – Heyman and uh, uh, Michael, Michael Hayes. Uh, yeah, I've been, been, been doing a lot with the uh, the blood uh, bloodline angle. Yeah, uh, Michael. forget, you know, WWE is its own entity, and a lot of times the problem is is when someone like Jade comes over. You know, um, you can't compare. It's really it's hard to compare WWE with AEW and other wrestling because WWE has really taken a step away from the whole idea of wrestling. I know they still wrestle, but it's an entertainment. It's considered entertainment. And yeah, Jade on. yeah, Jade fits the entertainment. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's that's oh, why yeah. one of our big guys, the um um uh, what's his name? Yeah, him. Uh, oh, LA Knight. Yeah, LA Knight. That's yeah. the reason why I don't know why I could remember his dang name. LA Knight, that's the reason why LA Knight did so good when he got in uh when they started pushing him it's because he's great on the mic and he was great on the mic when he was an impact. And that's what he had. And even though, you know, in impact, you know, his wrestling skills weren't all too great, but he was still good on the mic, you know, and that's who prospers when they come to WWE. If you're good on the mic, but you need a little work on the wrestling, then they will help you along the way. But if you're good on the wrestling and sucky on the mic, it's just very hard to play with you. It is. And that's, that's actually a really great point. Uh, Horton, that's actually a really good point because it is true. Like if, you know, you could have a superstar like, you know, LA Knight, who's amazing on the mic, but if he sucks as a wrestler, he's not selling, he's not putting over, he's not being that team player in the ring with his opponent and really making the fans drawn into the match, then it's hard to put him in those higher pressure situations, those title opportunities, those money-making moments that we'd want to see someone like him be able to 
be a part of. But if you can sell well and you're doing a great job in the ring, but your mic skills suck, it's you know it's a catch twenty two. It's it's like you know yeah. if if you're fifty percent good on one thing, but you're like. 20, 30 percent all right on the other you got to work on the other to get yourself that 50 50 divide so that way they can put you almost anywhere so you can flourish and be able to do everything that the wwe wants which is of course to make you a superstar make you the next roman or the next rock or what have you and luckily you know la Knight, yes has that ability on the mic and there is no argument there and you know, in my opinion, his wrestling is good. Yeah, it's not I mean, great. It's not great, yeah. But it's good. It's good enough to sell me on him and him winning matches. And I think if you can do that, and you still have that mic presence, that's where that leniency of pushing you to stardom is okay to do. Because even if you're not fifty-fifty equally balanced but you can really show up and do your thing on the mic and do well enough and sell to an extent where fans are drawn in, then that's fine. Like even if there is work still to be done in the ring on you on that technical aspect, fine. That's always something that will improve throughout the years. You know, there's generational talents like Ric Flair and The Rock and Stone Cold that have been just great. But besides the training that they've done, there have been moments where we've seen them not at their peaks, not at their best. There's been moments where they always didn't sell correctly or, you know, the matches maybe weren't the best of what they were already have brought or going to be bringing in that future. So, you know, there's always that, 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 you know, give and take sometimes answer, with a lot of these superstars. Yeah. To answer Santo, I mean, should Jay be on Raw or SmackDown when she arrives? SmackDown. I feel, I, I feel like she'd be good on Raw. Raw needs somewhere. Raw needs women. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, like there's... You could put it with Charlotte over in SmackDown. Yeah. And you, you're going you're gonna to pretty much do what Kay says is going to happen. She's going to get her ass handed to her by Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that she, she needs to be on the show with less strong women. Yeah. Uh, you got so Rob. Yeah, I know. I know. You got you got Ripley on Raw, but I, I'm not saying like throw her in there against Ripley right away. But I'm saying like you have Oscar, uh, Bianca, Io, and Charlotte all on SmackDown. Maria's about to get married, so she's gonna be taking some time off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she's about to get married. Congratulations, Rhea, by the way. Um, that's another yeah, guy. No, I hope, hope Matt Cardona. Uh, so that's that's. I hope sucks. he comes. That to sucks WWE. for Was Matt Cardona? What? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. No, 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 no. Wrong Do you guy. Mean wrong guy. Good, but yeah, I was thinking about him and what, him and Chelsea Green were. Uh, Matt Cardona is married uh, with Chelsea Green, right? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking. So it's Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy was the one that's with Ray Rippey. Yeah, they're yeah. getting married pretty soon. Matthews, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, I, I don't think Dirty Dom's now invited to the wedding. I think Buddy's now upset about all <laughs> that the That would be funny as hell if he goes, though. That's the, the hilarious. And, and then the whole entire time you see a video. We as fans have put on the internet between the two of them. 
So I don't think he's invited uh, to that wedding. But hopefully I think, he is. I think the, all, everybody in the Judgment Day is invited to the wedding. I think so, too. Yeah. No, I think so, too. I'm just kidding. But, yeah. I, mean, I mean, maybe not that. Well, who knows? Good you video. Good family Yeah, yeah. I think they're very close. Oh, no, no. They're very close. Very... the best man? No, not that close, but I think they're Eddie, very that close. Would, that would be wild to see Buddy no, Matthews comes, yeah. and right next to him is fucking uh, Dominic as the best man. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the internet would go wild. <laughs> wild. Wild. I Honestly, you know who I think the best man's going to be? Malachi. I mm -hmm. think Malachi would probably be Buddy's best man. I mean, yeah, I think so too. I, I don't know. I know that if I'm correct, Gunther had both. Wait, are they getting married on TV? Have I missed something? No, 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 no. no. This is this oh, is okay. real, this is off off TV. Okay. No, because they're friends in real booking, life. We're booking real life. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is real life stuff. Gunther, I know, brought ha or had Ludwig Kaiser and um, Da Vinci at his wedding, and I think he was. They were a part of the groomsmen, but I don't think either one of them was the best man. I think it was his actual like friend mm -hmm. from like middle school or something that he's known. Mm -hmm. For like 20 years or something but it would be really funny to see dominic next to next to uh <laughs> to buddy matthews as the best man i i would die i would die that that's that's internet worthy for a lifetime right there <laughs> no i mean it could be cool to see like malachi up there or alistair black now as he's called in aew no he's uh, called malachi black and malachi okay. alistair yeah. was in WWE. alistair was WWE. Uh, yeah. yeah no uh, malachi is in uh as as Buddy's best man, I mean, or he has a friend from pre K that he's known mm -hmm. for yeah. thirty years, you know. So anything is possible. Anything is possible. But what is really really crazy because and the next set of topics, this is this is something that kind of leads into that. Um, but WWE and Fox will be ending their SmackDown contract October of next year. So everybody's been in uproar. Where are they going to go? Are they going to go on cable? Are they going to be primetime? Are they going to be on Amazon? Are they going to be – where are they going to be? Well, as of today, unfortunately, despite the mist of the sadness of the WWE cuts, SmackDown, come next year, will be joining. As of now, they're joining, unless Raw and NXT are not going to be on the same network. SmackDown will be joining the USA Network going forward, which means the USA Network now has Monday Night Raw, NXT, and Friday Night SmackDown. And for all you cable providers out there, that means you have now three primetime shows of wrestling on cable TV, which is huge. This hasn't been done since the 90s. I, you know, USA Network was the only network that did uh, Raw, or Raw was War, way back in the day. And SmackDown was on PIX11, and before that it was UPN. If you really want to date yourself, it was UPN11. Uh, uh, so this is big. This is really big news because now we have this new merger with TKO, and now we have a big, unstoppable promotion brand named SmackDown coming over to Raw, which has been dominating USA Network for 30-plus years, and NXT as well on there, too. So this is really big because now you have 
all of these brands almost meshing back together from this crazy brand split that they supposedly did in the beginning of the year or semi-beginning of the year, whenever that crazy two-day brand split idea came about uh, for us as fans. But I want to hear from everybody. What do you guys think of this happening? This also brought in about a billion dollars worth in revenue and money for the company. So in retrospect, they fired a bunch of people that they almost could have kept if we they knew, or maybe they did know, but they still wanted to let them go anyway, have these people still work for them with all of this new money coming in. So we'll, we'll start with you, Kay. What do, what do you um, think of all of that? I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so I think it's um, it's a good deal for them. Uh, I think it's it speaks volumes that the USA wants them enough to to get five hours of wrestling from them. Um, Seven. I feel bad for the poor people that are wrestling fans. You know, like because now there's no antenna channels that you can get wrestling on. So I feel like they kind of are. Not that a lot of people use those like satellite antennas, but some people do. Um, and so I feel like they're kind of restricting their audience to a higher income bracket. Um, and that was, I don't know why that was my first thought, but that was my first thought when I heard it. I was like, oh, so there's, it's only going to be on cable now. Um, so I found that a little bit surprising. Um, just because like they're normally pretty good about spanning income ranges like especially like with like their merchandise and stuff like they have lower end merchandise as well as like the the higher end things and so i just i don't know i just find it a little bit surprising uh i think it means that they're probably going to stick with peacock i'm hoping uh hopefully okay we'll yeah there, um, is that, there is that rumor like you said hopefully they stick with peacock because with the ple's you know it's mm -hmm. a big bonus we get to you know we pay for peacock so we get the PLEs, which is mm -hmm. nice. Uh, back, if we really want to date ourselves here again, back, we used to pay, like we do with AEW, $50 per pay-per-view. And with as many pay-per-views as there is between WWE and NXT alone, we're looking at $1,000 plus in just pay-per-views because there is that rumor that is going around that with the UFC merger – we might have to start paying for these pay-per-views again yeah. going forward. So since the deal now has happened where SmackDown is now on the USA Network with Raw and NXT for now, because Raw and NXT's contract does end next year. So there is that possibility that Raw and NXT could be going to a different network. Or they're all going to be on the same network, and that's seven hours of wrestling on one mm -hmm. channel. On one channel, three nights a week. It's a lot. That's a lot of wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not to all of us as fans, but to the majority of us who have to watch all of these shows and do these podcasts and be content creators, it's a lot of wrestling, uh, people. Uh, but you know, um, yeah. So you know, going back to UK, like, yeah, I I hope too that we keep Peacock because. I'm already paying $50 a pay-per-view for AEW. Mm -hmm. If I got to spend $100, $200, let's say, a month, or at least close to $200 a month for 
pay-per-views, I'm going to be very picky with my pay-per-view choices. Yeah. Man, well, and then to WrestleMania would cost $100 because it's two nights. Yeah. We have to pay for two. Man, yeah. If they're smart, they will keep it just the way it is. I mean, with, with the, I mean, give away your biggest stuff, give it away is, is a great business model. I mean, really, it, it really is. Because well, give mean, away, because then what you don't give away is the toys, the video games, the shirts, the gloves, the, the what, what the hell ever. The shirt, uh, yeah. The shorts, like, you know, the masks. Speaking you know, of that, you know, you're, you know, carrying into, you know, with AEW as well, you know. I mean, AEW might, you know, be looking at a whole pay for a subscription to watch pay-per-view live events. If you know the rumors are true and HBO's in line, yeah, well, it looks like that's where they're headed. Yeah, yeah, that's it's gonna mass. be the next topic that we talk about with AEW because that is that is something. But yeah, what are, what are your what are your uh, final thoughts, Asa, on the whole merger now with SmackDown on USA and the possibility of paying for pay per views again? You know, I, I don't I don't like SmackDown moving to USA. It was really cool to have it on a broadcast station. You know that that uh, increases their their uh, their reach. Their reach, yeah. And I mean, some people can't afford cable and can't afford other TV and stuff like that. So uh, it's cool to be on broadcast and and be able to have re- some wrestling on broadcast TV. Yeah. So so I hate I hate that that that's going away. Um, that's that's my biggest feeling on it, really. Okay. What about you? Um, I'm, in my honest opinion, you know, I'm worried that they will try to start charging for pay-per-views because if they did, I'm definitely, I'm not going to pay the money to watch it. And I'll just look it up on YouTube whenever it gets done and over with. Because you know I'm a cheap bastard, so <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. We're all pay. gonna be that way soon, I tell you. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay that. But uh, if 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 they started changing how they book their stuff, maybe. But still, that's gonna be a lot. But uh, it going to USA, I think, is a good move. Mostly because I think you could get away on USA with a lot more than what you know you could on Fox, and um, it's. Just like I was kind of making a big deal the other day about how on Fox, you know, they were censoring the asshole. And it just kept beep, 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 beep. And it got so annoying and I hated it so much. And uh, I'm just hoping, that, you know, if, you, if they go to USA, they aren't going to censor as much. And I'm hoping that's the case. And um, that's it. I think yeah. U.S. Aerial Sensor just as much. I mean, it, we're still TVPG, aren't we? We're TVPG? Technically, just, yeah. Well, they haven't came out and said it. be TVPG-13, like, about a year ago, almost a year ago, with Triple H around. But I guess that hasn't happened. Maybe right. now that does – maybe that's the new starting point come – when SmackDown ports over to USA, if they are able to land all three on one channel, maybe they do start going back to that TV 13 rating where, you know, we can have a little bit more freedom of, 
of expression on on, on language and yeah. maybe we start having a little bit more blood shown on yeah. these shows but then again there is that risk that you might start steering new fans you know because a lot of the fans nowadays are children let's be very frank right. you know right. that yeah. there's a shift that changed many moons ago when, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I started yeah, watching wrestling when I was a kid. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I love having new fans and, and starting them. Like when I was a young, you know, kid and everything like that's when I found wrestling. Now, mind you, when I found wrestling, they were still bleeding and cursing. And there was a lot of bro and panty matches and pillow fights. And, See, that would be yeah. weird being a kid then because I was a teenager when, when yeah. was, all that shit was going on or, or like, you know. Yeah. Weird. It's funny. We were a kid during that period. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, 10, 9. Did you mention earlier that, you know, when the releases and stuff, did you mention Dana Brooke and all that? Yeah. Monster, Mace, yep. Dabo Kato, Shanky. Shanky's gone. Shanky. Yeah. Man, a lot of people. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's like 15, so close to 20 people gone. 20 people, 20 people gone. That's well over a million dollars earlier. Oh, yeah. Well, they made a double, quadruple that in the sale alone to get SmackDown over to USA. So they, they've made up for that loss of a million plus for those 20. And I don't know. I mean, they, now that they're with it, uh, speaking of what Juggernaut said, uh, WWE is now partnered with Endeavor. Yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, it's 20. Uh, but, uh, yeah, with being partnered with Endeavor now, Endeavor is okay with showing the blood and stuff. I mean, they use... Right, but again, though, like, to the point, this is still Team V. And with the audience that's in the... Like, me and you and Asa and Kay in the stands, seeing all of that, we're all adults here. We're fine. But having little Timmy or little Julia watching right. Seth Rollins' head be split open and he's gushing blood on a Monday at 8 o'clock at night, I don't think the parents are going to be like, well, this is not what I signed up for. I'm, I'm expecting John Cena to come out in his Fruity Pebble shirts and his little slogan and everyone's dancing and cheering and all this other, like, kumbaya. I, don't, I'm not, I didn't expect all of this blood, you know, Valentine's Day massacre scenes across my across my eyeballs right now. Like, this is just, I feel like I'm a witness to a murder right now. Like, mm -hmm. it's bad. So, you know, like, that's, that's, that's the audience now that is still in the seats. That's what's being, those are the asses that are being put in those seats nowadays. They're, they're twice the age of what we were many moons ago that are now watching the product now that has changed insurmountably throughout the years. I mean, we've seen the... They're weak. Just, let's, let's just say it. They're weak. It, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's, I'm happy. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, someone had to say it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's a different generation. These kids, um, you know, maybe you're still playing GTA and whatnot at home without telling their parents, but going to a show... And seeing, you know, someone get slammed through a table or having, you know, uh, those sticks shoved into their heads and shit like Moxley does. I don't think people are willing to pay to see that. Now, we're talking about AEW. That's what they do over there. That's what they love over there. That's why we love that product over there. But WWE has shifted 
from that blood, gore, and violence and sexual preferences to more of a Teletubbies type of entertainment to, you know, where, where there's a lot more kumbaya and sing-alongs and, you know, 24-7 belts and stuff like that. It's, it's a totally different atmosphere. It's a totally different scene now. So, you know, even if it was to go to that TV 13 setting, there's still limits to a lot of it. Maybe some of the cursing might be able to slip through the cracks, but uh, maybe a lot of the graphics that we'd want to see don't slip through the cracks still. Maybe minor things get adjusted. Maybe we'll see like a little bit of blood or, you know, we're not going to see, we're not going to go see someone like run up and kendo kick someone's head completely off and like see their arm dangling and shit. Like, no, you want all that, you're out. Out. You're completely out. You're not watching that. Go watch UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You want to, you want to see someone get a concussion, uh, go watch UFC. You know what I mean? Like, go, go watch the boxing, go watch UFC. That is what that's the UFC. Oh, listen, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But as we wrap up this portion of the show, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors and uh, get right back into the show briefly to talk about all things AEW. All right. So bear with us because I did a video ad so god only knows how good this is going to be like i said i hopefully did well that's all i have all i pray for that i did well so all right we'll be back shortly like it's like a minute right about a minute something like that i hope all right we'll see streaming platform that we use right here at the last week in wrestling podcast each and every weekday to bring you guys all amazing content whether it's podcasts, whether it's watch-alongs, whether it's reviews, whatever it is, whenever it is, you know I'm using Restream because on top of all of those great features, there's even more great features, just like multiple streaming on multiple different platforms all at the same time, allowing your friends who come on and other guests to stream onto their platforms to build and create even a bigger community, plus all these other little things that happen right when you hit that affiliate link and you say, $10. That's right. $10 on your first month subscription like I did when I signed up for Restream. And I tell you now, I have never been happier. So what are you guys waiting for? I'm calling all my content creators out there. Whether you're a gamer, a streamer, a podcaster, what have you, when have you, use that link. Let them know that Dimacho Nacho from the Last Week in Wrestling podcast sent you. Dimacho Nacho here to let you guys know WWE and us finally tag teamed up to give you guys an exclusive link to the WWE shop where you can shop the hottest in gear, merch, title belts, and a whole lot more. Plus, they even added WWE NFL exclusive title belts and tailgate stuff for this football season. So go ahead, hit that affiliate link right there, and make sure you tell them the Last Week in Wrestling podcast sent you for the hottest and coolest new things that are happening over on the WWE shop. Plus, every time you get to the WWE shop, you know they're dropping awesome deals like 25% off, 30% off, even 50% off, including free shipping. So go ahead. What are you waiting for? Get your new gear right now using that affiliate link right there and make sure you tell them the last week in wrestling podcast sent you. I think it's a beast. 
Yeah, I think I did tell him on that. No, 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 no. no I'm not gonna lie. Man. I gotta, we gotta talk about it for a brief second because that was the first time I ever did a video ad. You know, normally, like I've done a few in the past. I was very lucky in the beginning of doing the the podcast. We got we got offered from uh, W Energy to promote their their energy drink. They're like all organic, all clean, all natural. Like it's like G Fuel but a lot more of like natural ingredients and stuff like that. Um, powder in the beginning. And I did the, you know, audio is very easy. You know, I could do a blind. I could, you know, I could sit here and just stare at a wall and do it. But I tell you now, and I tell everybody here that's watching this or will watch this later on, I did 30 takes for each set because I kept screwing up my words and sentences so bad, so bad. That it was so annoying. I was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to do this anymore. Like, you wanna, <laughs> do you want an honest opinion on it? What? Do you want an honest opinion? Yes. I loved it. I think I thought it was pretty good. The Thank only you. thing, I think you did a really good job. Only I'm thing missing that music. Only That's thing the that only the, thing I'm missing. The I only issue like. I have to say is your blind kept distracting me. Yeah, I know. Well, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> crack gotta get that fixed. The only thing I would say is you're you did a very good job, but your your frame you're like cutting your chin off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not redoing them. So uh, <laughs> this, is, this is this is all you. I think you did a good job with no butt. I'm not putting a butt on that statement. I appreciate. Yeah, no, you, you did, did a good job. You did a really good job. No, I appreciate. I'm just, I'm just I'm just you know pulling your you know yanking your chain a little bit. No, you know? I appreciate. Listen, <laughs> like I said, I I. This is all new to me. I was very nervous to do it. I was like, I was screaming my head off when I couldn't get it right. Like, I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, I didn't even write a script or anything. That was all off of the top of the head and everything. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I think I think I got it. It should have been that hard. Like, I say it all the time in the intros. Like, now I just got to do it one time and not have to listen to me do it 40 times in the throughout the, the streams yeah, and stuff. I do now that. it's, you know, it's done. It's over with. I just got to add music. I know I, I got to add music to I do it on TikTok all the time when I'm like, I'm my phone. I'm making a video. And it's like, hey, guys, my name is Horton. And this is the Horton Show. And you know, uh, dang it. Yeah. Hello, guys. My name is Horton. Oh, man, that stuff again. Yeah, I did. I got frustrated. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, it's not that I wanted it to be like perfect. I just wanted it to be better than what I thought I could do. So just just having it and doing it and everything, I was just like, oh, all right. So, but no, yeah, that was it. So every so it's only gonna be for the podcast, everybody. That you'll have to see uh, that beautiful face uh, do those videos, the video ahead and stuff. And if we get more, then unfortunately more will come. Um, but otherwise, we'll stick with those two and hopefully get some uh, solid feedback and some new people hanging out with us on the uh on the channel but let's get into aew topics because there is a few to talk about but i'm gonna start with a fun one um and and everything because we're gonna kind of go into the other one that we kind of started talking about with um wwe but asa is very known as at least as of lately with title management so this topic here was dedicated to him to talk about AEW titles. And we're going to have a little little time to talk. And I'm going to let him have the floor for a little bit to talk about how he would do the title management 
for AEW. I didn't know if you knew that was what I meant by title management. No, I didn't have a plan. I was not ready for this. There's oh my spread. god! Like you can't talk about that for like seven hours with no prompting. Yeah, if, if it's, it's going to be seven hours, let me get a book, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope everyone has a snack. The, it's going to be a while. Thing I, the first thing I would do is the trios and six man titles merge uh, merge those the six man titles in ring of honor are like worthless so just merge those with the uh uh aw aw thank you uh, merge those what else do we got but you're, you are okay i'm gonna interrupt you it's on your rant you're someone who cares about lineage and belts yeah the ring of honor six man belts are older than the aw trio spells yeah, right now they mean nothing the the ring of honor belts don't mean anything like we I'm don't sure, want to honor i'm There's, sure Kay's probably heard it like a thousand times so she could probably say it too. oh i know i listen to their podcast on a weekly basis so i, I know i know that she is so when i you know what's funny when i was making the show notes i was trying to think of like a good second second question and i was like you know what would be funny if we just talked about title belts and i thought about it for like a little while um and i was like yeah but you know i kind of want to let him like prepare himself a little bit mm -hmm. and i was like you know what nah this is gonna be a fun surprise so guess what buddy you're starting all the topics uh like, for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing my ciphering yeah uh, okay let's see little, little peek behind the curtain of yeah. uh how asa <laughs> would like to do some of this stuff for aew which is good because I said, you know, as I listen to you guys and and the junkies and all the other podcasts that I, I consume myself with each and every day on, on, on a daily basis, like having you guys on, having those like topics that you seem to have really fun conversations about, I want to have in so that way, you know, even for new members that don't know who you guys are or people mm -hmm. that maybe know who you are but haven't been able to to you know listen to your podcast or whatnot mm -hmm. now they can this is kind of like almost a little bit of a a pod episode for them as well <laughs> to listen so i that's why i you know there's multiple reasons why i i selected this topic <laughs> you know one was to see if he was on the spot was like oh, man i'm so ready for this yeah. like, i've been waiting for this all night you know but yeah so hey so whenever you're ready man i'm, I'm ready for it so first before i Get 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 in anything. I, I want to say there are three, four, five, six. All right, no, no, no. Well, if everybody got their snack and uh, yeah. Red Bull ready, because I tell you now, it's gonna be a little bit of an episode. <laughs> with with the the Ring of Honor people running around on AEW TV now, there are nineteen people with championship belts in AEW. 19 people with belts. That's ridiculous. It's unprecedented. Let me see your list. Um, get, get, get away. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's unprecedented in professional wrestling to have 19 people with belts in your company. Uh, I, it, it's unprecedented to even have fucking 15. It's, it, they, they've totally gone over the the limit i don't know what he's thinking the championship belts are now like just meaningless props they've got to do something that, like seriously they've got to get rid of some of these belts yes. uh, the six man the trios merge them 
the women's merge them. Uh, disagree. Disagree. Let's see. We got the world television. Okay, so wait. So the six man and the trios merge. The women's merge. The world television title for Ring of Honor merge that with the TNT title Christian and Luchasaurus have there. That seems like a good one. Uh, the pure title for Ring of Honor we're actually going to keep because I like that one. I like the rules. Um, He's keeping one belt because he likes the rules of the belt stipulation. Yeah, I like the, I like the I rules. The, the rules world, awesome. world tag team, we're going to merge them. Uh, and then, so so now we got left. Here's what we got left after after we do all these unification. And it, it'll be a big event, you know, obviously. Uh, the Battle of the Belts, really. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're, like that. you're keeping the ROH World Championship. No, no, no. We're gonna merge. We're gonna merge it. So there will be no Ring of Honor Championship anymore. Except well, the we're getting we're getting rid of Ring of Honor. Basically, this is my plan. I hate we're getting plan. rid of Ring of Honor. <laughs> we so. can't of a whole company that has been around for so fucking long. Yeah, oh we're getting rid God. of Ring of Honor. I um, love this. So. Right, we merge the six men with trios, merge the two women's titles, uh, we merge the world heavyweight title for both companies. So we got Eddie Kingston versus MJF. That'll be a big one uh, to see who's who's the real world champion. Um, Wait, hold on, Dylan. Who would your heart be supporting if it was MJF versus uh, Eddie Kingston? New York versus New York. Oh, it... shit in the woods. It's MJF. Be... Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Be... You can see Kay sitting there like, who did I marry? I know. He's a monster. We got, we got the, we got the uh, world the television title. So we got Samoa Joe is going to go up against uh, uh, Luchasaurus. That'll be awesome. Samoa Joe, is the world television title, is going to face Luchasaurus, the TNT champion. Uh, in AW and unify those for the and, and call it the world television title. Are you keeping the, TNT? That's just stupid. Are you keeping the international title? Uh, just in a second. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get there. Okay. So and okay. I already okay. know what he's doing with the international title. I already know what he's doing. He's already told us forty times about it. I already know what he's doing with it. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Because <laughs> he he's, he's, he's like, all right, you're so one. Here's, here's what we right. got. After the big unification show, uh, here's what's left. Oh, God. This is it's the AEW Trios, AEW Women's, AEW World, AEW International, the TBS title, uh, the AEW World Tag Team, and the Ring of Honor Pure. Just one Ring of Honor title left, which we're going to rename it the AEW Pure Championship. So that's 10 belts. Okay. We got 10, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. What? You, you're miscounted. Three. Oh, 10 physical belts. Yes, physical belts. Oh, okay. We were counting that, the physical belts before. Three, four, five, six, seven. 
eight, nine, ten physical belts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm so happy yeah, yeah. I did this segment. I'm so happy I did this segment. Okay. <laughs> okay, but no, no, no. Because if you are telling AEW that they need to give more time to women's wrestling and only two out of your ten belts are belts women can get. I'm not done. I'm I'm angry. I'm not done. You. I'm not done. <laughs> okay. Fix it and give me my Ring of Honor women's belt back. <laughs> no, we're not we're not having the oh, Ring no. of Honor belt. The Ring of Honor is dead. Ring of Honor is dead in this scenario. Ring of Honor is dead. Let's just give all the titles to the ghost that's in the background of your video. (laughs) That is now what Ring of Honor has become. That's Ring of Honor. Very Gus of of Ring of Honor. Uh, Okay. So here's here's what we're doing. Uh, the (laughs) The TBS title is getting retired. Uh, we are introducing an AEW women's trios title. How the fuck are they going to have a women's trios division? I just want to let everybody know now that when this segment is over, this is its own video that's being <laughs> uploaded on YouTube. So if anybody <laughs> wants to watch this specific <laughs> segment, this is the segment to watch out of the whole podcast. Just, just fire this Tony Khan. Right just fire Tony Khan and put Asa in charge. Yeah, fire Tony Khan, and then we burn down ROH. That's that's pretty much. I love So we're signing. What we're doing is we're signing women from Japan, uh, where they can wrestle, and we're bringing them over. And we're gonna have an AEW women's and Mexico, and we're bringing uh, we're gonna have an AEW women's trios division, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. And we're gonna get rid of the New Japan one too. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, we aren't gonna have any in New Japan. Yeah, no, no, they're get staying, get away. In New Japan, Those all that. What do you think about Vikingo when Vikingo shows up? Can he have? He's gonna have him? a red fucking carpet wherever he wants to go. That's what we're gonna do. Give the new Japan title to uh, Roman Reigns. Be good. I'm so happy I decided to do this topic today. All right. So let's see. Here's what we got. Three, four, five, six. Seven, he's eliminated the whole entire eight, company. He's worse. Seven, he's worse than the TKO merger. Yeah, he's worse than Eric Bischoff. He's the Asa merger. The Asa merger has happened. That's the title. Okay. That's the title of the segment. The Asa merger. All right, we're getting we're getting rid of the international title. Wow, it's, it's, it's retiring. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why would you get rid of that and keep the TNT? Why are you getting? No, rid we're of getting rid of the TNT. Oh, you're you're, you're retitling it? Something? No, it's gone. I thought you merged the TNT and the TV title from Ring of Honor. That's what you Wait. said before. Well, I was going to, but it's it's gone now. It's retired. So okay, the TNT title's retired. What else do you have? I don't understand. So here's yeah. So here's what we have left. We have you the have men's trio. Belts now. <laughs> what? You have ten imaginary belts now. No, no, no we, got the, got we got some more. We got now. we got the men's trios. We got the women's world title, the men's world title, the men's world tag team, the a uh, the AEW pure, and the AEW women's trios titles. You have eleven titles. So that that is uh, that is what we're doing, and we're adding one belt. Uh, it is the AEW 
lucha belt for all of the Mexican wrestlers. We're going to start bringing in uh, into the company to fight the lucha style. And if you don't fight the lucha style, you can't be in the match. So that's a terrible belt idea. No, no, no. It's it's a great you're belt gonna, idea. You're gonna give Gus back there the spooky spooky. I just want to let you know that this is just part one. I'm giving you five parts to this segment. <laughs> this this I'm gonna we're gonna let you have after after this segment, we're gonna let you go like a week or two and really <laughs> think on this. And then when you're ready, we'll come back to this topic for part two. So here's what we got. I'm I think I'm done. We've got the we've got the men's trios titles, That's and what we're doing is we're changing the rule where now if you uh, if you go out of the ring, you your teammate can just come in without tagging. Without tagging, it's an auto, it's an auto tag. It, yeah, it's an auto tag exactly. So keep fast pace. Like uh, Spider-Man too. Women's world title, men's world title. The men's world tag team titles, uh, the AEW Pure title because uh, the Pure matches with their rules are really interesting. With you know, you only have so many rope breaks you can use, and there are judges in case it, it goes to the time limit, and it's just right. a really interesting awesome type of match. Yeah. It, is, it is a very good title. Um, and now we got the AEW Women's Trios title because of all the, the new women we're going to bring in. Uh, and the AEW Lucha title because of all the Lucha men we're going to bring in. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. We've got 12 people with belts instead of 19. So look, to show I'm, I'm, I'm taking out my own title, the AEW Lucha title is going. So we got eleven. We got eleven. I got rid of the Lucha title. title. Okay. I'm the gonna, Lucha I'm title. Gonna... I got rid of. Okay. I'm I gonna... said the women's title. Yeah, we got the women's title. I'm Still, going to we got the women's title two. and the women's trios title. I'm gonna let you in part two tell us what you would want to do with the title mm -hmm. management for AEW. Okay. So you're you're gonna be the star of the part two thing because okay. we're gonna let you two guys go at it. With the title <laughs> management, uh -huh. and then at the end of the four parts or whatever this part battle is going to be, okay. we're gonna let the fans decide what what promotion sounds crazier. I mean, absolutely nuts. Wait, crazier or better? Wait, we're going for good. Hey, crazy could be good, you know. Crazy could be good. Yeah, I, I hate every I hate everything he said, so I'll have I'll have a lot to say. I'm I'm. I'm excited. To I think see it sounds it. awesome. I'm excited to see it. I really am because this this truly was probably my favorite segment of the night. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like actively mad at you for wanting to get rid of Ring of so, Honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we cut it down from 19 fucking motherfuckers. You with cut belt. out a whole entire historical promotion. Yeah, we you, right. You took out. You didn't cut just 20 people. You yeah. cut like sixty plus the staff yeah. and the creators and you the just fired Dalton Castle is what you just did. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. We're good. We're, we're gonna have a, another another show. Dalton Castle. It's gonna be AW. So you're another adding show. you're adding another sh television show. So there's four now. Yeah. Okay, but 
still the same number of belts. Yes. So there's no. going to be one world championship title for yes. four shows. Yes. Yeah, it's a very important title. One world champion. I one. can't wait to hear yours. One world champion. Okay. One and only. Who has to be on each show? I can't wait. Can't to be hear on you. every show every week, but it, it can be available for every show. All right, let's get rid of Tony Khan and get Asa. Yes. All right, you got one. You got one in <laughs> Thank your pocket you, right there. <laughs> Horton's in. Horton's in. I, I, I don't know yet. I got to hear K's first, and then I want to hear the rebuttal, the two rebuttals, and then I'll, I'll have to make a decision because mm-hmm. it's just – I mean, you fired a whole entire company. Like, you you came in. I didn't fire them. No, 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 no. We we absorbed. The company is gone, but we're keeping, we kept the wrestlers. We, we kept the wrestlers. But not the staff. We got. You know, the staff could just go. You fired all the staff. Because they don't have jobs now. Because Ring of Honor doesn't We kept everybody. There's still a TV show and stuff. Asa is it. the staff. He's the writer. He's yeah. a director. He's a booker. He's the <laughs> no, CEO. No, no, no. He's, no. The, he's the truck driver. He's the guy that sets <laughs> up the ring, takes down the ring. He's, he's, the, he's the makeup artist. He's everybody. Asa is the guy. He no. is the one. You'll be like, well, yeah. speaking of, you know, he what you got plans with the title, what would you like for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> he is him. That I, I absolutely love that segment, but no. We we definitely need to hear a rebuttal from Kevin. And who who is going to to lead this new uh, AEW into into glory? Who is is going down the road? If you say Robert Strong, I'm totally out. Yeah, I'm not saying Roderick Strong. Dustin, who who is leading them down the path to glory? Uh, It's going to be. Swerve Strickland. Oh, that's a good choice. Uh, I'm first a Black World yeah, Champion for AEW. Yeah, and I then don't know about that choice. Oh yeah. Oh, I agree with that choice. Swerve Strickland I think Swerve and have the, the have the baby faces chase him, mm-hmm. uh, and just build him as just this, you know. Super... That's the only not stupid part of his plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you want my rebuttal right now or, or no, on next? No, 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 no. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you have time. I'm gonna let you have time. Okay, okay, because yeah, I need to I need to reflect. Yeah, because I, I, I just had this right at the cuff. Yeah, you I mean I knew like, he's gonna get rid of some of the belts. I did not expect him to kill Ring of Honor. Uh you know, so he, there's he that. Calls it no, no, like I said, everybody still has word for firing. Everybody uh, still has a job. The, there's still a TV show. It's just another AEW show. I mean, there's he's more not content. a villain. You it's know? more he's content. Bad guy. It's going to still let them have their jobs. I mean, you know, yeah. have to, even if I they have to cater, wait. you know, they got to still do something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what everyone has to say about this. I can't wait. When all these parts have come out, I can't wait. So we're calling. We're going to call the first part the Asa Takeover. This is this is the first that's the title of this segment for this one here. And then the second one, I'll come up with one the day of, but we we are we are calling this the Asa Takeover because he has taken over AEW and the Bell company. He told Tony, kick rocks, I'm in charge. And now I'm gonna pay you billions of dollars for your company and you get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm giving you five dollars and a handshake, and you're getting out. <laughs> That's it. You're done, buddy. Chicken too. So, all right. As we, as now, the fun and games are a little bit over. We have to get back to the topics of the show that we are here for. So, as we do that, like we were talking about with WWE before the crazy guy with the ads came out before to to woo us for two minutes, uh, we were talking about how. WWE was merging, uh, I'm sorry, SmackDown was merging over to USA Network and everything. We gave our thoughts and opinions on that. But the other thing that has been circulating in the trenches of the wrestling community is the fact that AEW and Warner Brothers, since they are teamed up, they are most likely or possibly highly going to be on HBO Max which could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Now, some of the stipulations we've already seen start to happen, like we have no more wrestlers um, coming in, having any type of contact with the fans. If they're bleeding, a lot of the blood is going to be kind of down on the regular shows, as well as um, some of the shows are going to be a little bit modified, to a little bit more of a TV-esque type of thing. There's still going to be that raw and tenacity and integrity and everything, but in general, there's still going to be those moments of, you know, TV really being displayed on the shows itself. But the biggest thing that comes with this news is if this were to happen, if AEW were to come on to HBO Max, Warner Brothers is insisting that they do monthly pay-per-views or twice in a month pay-per-views. So that means there is, if it's a monthly pay-per-view, it is about a two to roughly three-week build, then pay-per-view, or a two-week build, then pay-per-view. And for some fans, it's cool, great. Uh, once loves pay-per-views, wants to see them, loves when they happen. Other fans, like maybe ourselves, we'll see what everyone has to say, but like ourselves, maybe wants a little more build. I know Asa just had the takeover, but some people like builds and stories and some of the belts, not all of them, but some of them are nice to look at once in a while. Look, he's already getting mad. Uh, so, you know. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you guys. We'll start with Kay and, and Asa. If we were to go to HBO Max and we were to see multiple pay-per-views being pumped out every single month, the only other bonus factor is that it would be on HBO Max, meaning there would be no more $50 purchases mm-hmm. for the pay-per-views. And... With a lot of us who have busy schedules or home with a house and a wife and kids and everything, if you miss it Sunday, you can watch it whenever you like again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is that is some of the perks you do get with something like an HBO Max streaming service. So for you guys, as, as content creators, as fans, we all do these watch-alongs together. Is this something that you're happy to hear? More pay-per-views with maybe a better rewatchability rating or is that something you don't want and you'd rather keep it to the 
every month or two schedule that we have now with these pay-per-views. So I'm going to go first because Asa and I have differing opinions on this also. Uh, because we've talked about it before. Um, so I am fine. Oh, with oh, I'm not the only one listening to your podcast. Come on. <laughs> Come on <laughs> Apparently Asa doesn't listen either. Um, I remember now. I'm fine with the 12, 12 uh, pay-per-views a year. I feel like AEW already does 12 pay-per-views a year. They just don't charge for them because they have all of these like little special shows like Grand Slam or Fighter Fest or Winter is Coming or I'm sure I'm missing like seven more. Uh, and yes. part of the reason why AEW is so I'm great sure is because they have these pay-per-view quality shows on television for free. And so I just feel like if you just make those the pay-per-views, you're not changing the product at all. Plus, like, let's be honest, they don't really start building the stories for their pay-per-views until, like, maybe a week and a half out, and that's maybe. So it's not going to change how they tell stories in AEW, although maybe they should change how they tell stories. Um, but I also, like, I'm not a big story person, like, which is why I love Ring of Honor, because it's just, like, straight wrestling. So, I mean, I'm fine if there's not story build. I know not all wrestling fans feel that way. Um but I think I think it's a good thing. I think not having to pay fifty bucks per pay per view is good. I think being able to rewatch matches, like I would love to see that Kenny Omega Will Osprey match again. But they haven't sold the DVD yet for uh, Forbidden Door Two. So yeah, to be able to just pay a monthly service and watch rewatch all the AEW pay per views instead of buying them, I would be down with that. Yeah. So I'm um, uh, half and half. I'm glad it's going to. HBO or Max, I guess it's called the the service. HBO Max, correct. Glad it's going to HBO Max uh, because of what Kay said. Yeah, you can watch it the the next day or you know two days later, four days later, whatever. Uh, that's cool. You know, um, it's nice to be able to rewatch pay per views. You can't do it now unless you buy the Blu-ray or whatever um, or the DVD rather. Um, so that's cool. But twelve a year, uh, that's too many for me. I don't. I don't even like WWE personally. I don't even like them doing twelve a year. I think they should do like five or six per year, and really make it a special thing. You know, I know they're. I know they're never going back to five or six. I know they're. They're never going back. It's. It's going to be twelve. You know, I realize that, but I wish it were five or six. Uh, the other part why I like this going to HBO Max. It means that I will uh, get to watch uh, The Sopranos. So, <laughs> uh, go through that yeah, again. That so a good that's show. Yeah, that's a great show. Go ahead. You, yeah, you're good. That's my, I'm done. He's, that was all I'm his done. Oh, 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 oh. I, thought, I thought there was more to that no, no. sentence than, than, than what you said. No, he's just excited to watch The Sopranos. <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I, you know, I try to fit it in at least once, sometimes twice a year. You know what I mean? As a true New Yorker and Italian, it's, it's, you know, it's like Christmas. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put it in there or going to church, you know, whatever, whatever is that thing you gotta always do all the time. But Horton, what do, what do you got to say to all of that? Because I, I, I actually found the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door 2023 here for 25 25 bucks for the dvd yes oh, where where 
Uh, it's called wrestling DVDs are us.com and it's 25 bucks and it has all the matches that we saw at forbidden door, Athena, Billy Starks, including zero hour. Wow. I didn't know that I'm reading the back of the thing. Yeah. They have the zero hour matches and then they have the actual forbidden door, Will Ospreay mm -hmm. and Kenny Bryanson. And, um, I can't read the guy's name. Uh, what the hell was it? That's no, that's a bushy. No, is it a bushy? Okada, there it is. Mm -hmm. I was to say moneymaker Okada, Punk and 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 Kojima, MJF and and Abushi, or Takahashi, whatever his mm -hmm. name was, the foreman for mm -hmm. um the thing. So yeah, no, oh. um, it, it's yeah. about. I didn't. I didn't know. Is that like a bootleg version, or is that like the official? It looks. Movie? It looks like a bootleg version. Am I gonna yeah. lie to you? I don't think they have it yet because they just released. No, go ahead and check. Oh, okay. I am. Yeah, I'm checking. But as are I'm checking, are you buying right now? Okay. Martin, what do you what do you have to say for um? AEW coming to HBO Max. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a good thing because you know I don't I don't like paying fifty something bucks for every pay per view. I mean, back in the day, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I couldn't afford all that, so I missed out, and it sucked when I got older. I mean, it still sucks because I have to pay fifty bucks now. But uh, I'm 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 glad that WWE did the thing with Peacock, so. I'm hoping that, you know, this could be AEW's chance to do that because I think it opens up a new door for them to make a whole lot more money because, I mean, more and more people's going to watch it because, you know, for right. me, you know, if I didn't have to, if I could just easily pay like 15 bucks a month for a streaming service and watch AEW pay-per-view live event, that will be great because that gives me a chance to watch it and I could talk about it and then, there's plenty of people out there who's probably a lot like me who doesn't want to buy all that stuff. And then if they, but they don't mind paying a little bit less and watching it for, for uh, watching it, they're going to go on and talk about it. And more and more people go, Oh, look, I want to watch it. And then it's going to open up a big door. AEW could possibly get off a bunch of new people coming in, like a bunch of traffic. And they actually could compete on a bigger specter like, you know, WWE on WWE's level. Because right now, you know, everyone says, oh, AEW, AEW, but, you know, WWE is a little here and AEW still, like, right here. Now, if, you know, if, uh, you know, they got HBO contract and they started, you know, paying, letting us watch it without having to pay a, a big, they might move to AEW up here. WWE still up on top. You know, you know, you know, they're bringing... I'm just hoping that's what they can do for it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, all in all, I, I, I kind of agree with everybody's opinion. You know, not for nothing. It is a lot to tackle on. You know, we as content creators, at least I speak for myself when I say this, but, you know, as a content creator, we're booking and, and scheduling pay-per-view watch-alongs on top of the TV watch-alongs, on top of the podcast. And, you know, we just recently had to cut two watch-along shows out of the schedule because, uh, you know, like we've seen throughout the summer and tackling that on, 
it became too much. It, it, it becomes too much. You know, it is something that not all of us can be uh, able to do together all the time or, you know, we can't always stay for the three hours or the two hours or what have you or the five hours if it's AEW, uh, you know, so there's there's a lot that goes into things like that. But having that ability to rewatch it is exciting because, you know, as someone who pays for it on Bleacher Report, you only get a certain amount of time to rewatch it. And then after that certain amount of time, you have to rebuy it again for almost the same price. Which is yeah, it's pretty cheaper, crazy. It's, it's lower. It's lower. It, it is a little lower, but it's yeah. the fact of the matter that if if I were to buy, like if I like for for us three, we you know us four, we know as Xbox fans, we buy something on the Xbox marketplace, we own it. It's our copy now. We can play it and uninstall it and install it as much as we want. You know, with movies, if you don't, if you rent the movie, you only have it for like two days. Or whatnot, but if you buy the movie, you have it until you don't, you know, you don't ever have to watch it again. I mean, it's in your library, but it's there. So, you know, AW, if they didn't do the whole uh, HBO Max thing, that's something that they should figure out and have a feature with, whether it's an app through AEW, like they have with AEW Plus for their international fans to watch the TV shows, or if you were to sign up for AEW Plus. You know, you get a discount on the pay-per-views. So instead of 50, maybe it's 40. And you also get to keep that digital video in your library on this mm -hmm. app. So if you want to go and show your neighbor, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your sister, your cat, your dog, oh, you got to watch Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. You, you got to watch mm -hmm. the CM Punk match. You got you to watch this. You now have that ability to do that. And yes, many people are going to say, well, you could just go on YouTube and watch that. Yeah, but it's not the same because after that, and you know that other match coming or before it was also really good, you now have to search it up and do all that. It's just mm -hmm. becomes a hassle. But if you have that ability to have it right at your fingertips and now with the technology we have nowadays, it, it's very seamless. It's very easy to get a hold of these things. That should be something that has developed. That should be done. Like I don't. I'm shocked that AEW doesn't do a subscription like they do with Ring of Honor, where you get the access to a million plus worth of hours of content from previous Ring of Honors and pay per views and stuff. And you get pay per views, and when you buy them, I believe you get to keep them. And you can rewatch them whenever you want. So, you know, that ability is a useful tool to fans like us. And the casual fans or the new fans that are coming to something like AEW, you know, having that at the at your fingertips is something that should be accessible. So I'm very shocked that we don't have that already. And hopefully that, that changes in the next year. But if they do go to something like a streaming platform like in HBO Max and have that ability there. Okay, cool. But now can I really rewatch Forbidden Door 2 tomorrow or Tuesday, let's say, or maybe next weekend if I couldn't watch it this weekend or because of work or what have you? Can I show my buddies and my friends 
this two weeks from now because it's on HBO Max? Like, is that really true? And if it is, great, because now it just expands that fan audience to a wider nation and a lot more newer eyes and fresher eyes to the product. So I think that's what's really great. And, you know, that's something that WWE is really built upon being a part of Peacock. We now can rewatch WrestleMania Night 2 today, right now, or Night 1, or the whole thing, right now. And night 1. Happens. Maybe Night 1. No one wants to watch WrestleMania Night 2. Yeah, Night 2, we're probably going to skip. <laughs> night 1, for sure. But the point being, we could even go back to WrestleMania 19 and watch that now. And that was years ago. Over 10 years plus ago. So... The fact that that's available now for somebody like WWE, but isn't available for somebody as big of a company like AEW is kind of puzzling. So maybe this whole HBO Max thing will work out for their advantage. We watching shows like Dynamite over again or Collision or Rampage. I know us three, four have YouTube TV so we have that ability to rewatch the shows that happened a week prior for the you know a couple of weeks after the show has been aired until they delete it and get a couple of new ones but otherwise you know it, it should be something accessible for the pay-per-views as well especially if we're paying $50 i mean you know $50 isn't cheap anymore you yeah, know it's in 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 today's technological world if yeah. you pay fifty fucking dollars, you should get a digital, some digital copy of it, you know, to have to keep. Absolutely, yeah, and it's crazy we don't. Yeah, it really, is crazy that we don't. And maybe one day we will. Maybe that is what this merger with HBO Max is. Maybe it is that digital thumb of uh, of content right there at our fingertips. Maybe the next pay per view. Maybe next year's. Grand Slam or Wrestle Dream or Forbidden Door or Full Gear, we won't have to pay $50. Maybe now we would just have to sign up for HBO Max for $10 a month and be able to watch that then. And we can watch it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And we so have you for years to come. And maybe that is that digital thumb drive of that file, that, that, that $50 worth now accessible to multiple platforms wherever you go across the nation. So, Hopefully that happens. You know, hopefully we finally get to that point. I hope so. Now we aren't. We still have to pay. We still got to pay for it. I'm sorry. We still got to pay for it. It's $50. By the way, $50 next Sunday for Wrestle Dream. We all got to pay for it. You know what I mean? So it sucks. Uh, but nonetheless, that is it for us today. Thank you, of course, to everybody coming and hanging out with us right here on the stream. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Leo, I'm uh, sorry, Jugs. Uh, Sean, of course, Santos, of course, the lovely couple themselves, Kay and Asa, and the Asa takeover has happened, part one <laughs> in the books. We shall see what comes of this. I'm telling you now, buddy, you are being cut and put on your own solo dolo video for this. So I'm <laughs> sending you the same. I'm going to send you the file as well with the thumbnail if you want to put it on your thing too. Because this is this is definitely it's definitely worth it. And, uh, of course, thank you, Horton, for hanging out with us again. And then um, the only big news, I guess, that we can say is I know Asa has something that he wants to talk about that's happening this Saturday. 
But Real quick, yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Saturday, Saturday, yeah. yeah. He was going to say something about Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tomorrow night, we're not doing SmackDown. Like I said last night, we are not doing any more coverage on uh, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. The WWE TV show watch-alongs are out. No more. We're not doing them. I'm sorry. It's done. But we're still going to cover the WWE pay-per-views, so don't be too sad because they're going to be coming in just as hot as AEW. But tomorrow night is Rampage. It's a two-hour special of Rampage. And I believe everybody here in the little boxes here are coming, hopefully, maybe. maybe Grand Slam Rampage. So maybe some shit going down. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, it's taped. It's taped. It's taped. Yeah, no. Okay. Sure. But, yeah, no spoilers, Wolf. Uh, Listen, so, you know, we we will be doing the live watch-along for the show tomorrow night about a quarter to 10 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Last Week in Wrestling podcast. And then, of course, Saturday, after this big announcement that Ace is going to be saying, it is Collision. We are doing Collision watch-along right after Ace's thing. So, Asa, take it away, baby. Tell me what we got. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Saturday at, uh, at 4.30, we are going to do a watch-along of WCW Halloween Havoc. Hey, there it is. Halloween right Havoc. We're going to watch uh, this year, or excuse me, this Saturday, we're going to watch Halloween Havoc 1995 where the main event is world champion Hulk Hogan defending his belt against the giant out of the Dungeon of Doom. All these cartoony bad guys who are out to get Hulk Hogan's belt from him. Uh, And also, they have a monster truck sumo match where there's a Hulk Hogan monster truck painted with Hulk Hogan, and he's driving it. And there's a giant monster truck paint is like just airbrushed with a giant all over it, and he's driving it. They're locked together. They're on top of a roof of a building, and then they have to push each other out of a circle like a sumo wrestling match, but with monster trucks. So you can't miss this. And the giant is the big, the big show. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know him as the giant. So it's all happening. It's all happening on our YouTube channel Saturday at four thirty. Come join us. Uh, we're gonna press play around four forty. You know, we're gonna let people come and and we'll have chit chat and and then we'll press play. At the same time, at 4.40, and uh, watch Halloween Havoc 1995. So, yeah, Saturday, 4.30. Come and join us, please. Thank awesome. you. And I have I have one other announcement. I didn't really tell anybody else, but we're going to we're gonna make an announcement here, I guess. I'm, I'm notorious, I guess, for making announcements at this stage of the game. But no more audio podcasts. We're done. No mas. No more. We are only doing video. That is it. No more audio. It is only here on the channel for your podcast. So your watch-alongs, your podcasts, your reviews, everything else is going straight to the YouTube channels themselves. There is going to be no more digital audio uh, versions or renders of the podcast here on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Music, or anything like that. Um, It's just... We're already here on YouTube, and we've seen that we've very much flourished here on YouTube by doing this type of thing here than what we were doing on um, the audio. And the audio, yes, we had our good moments. We had some very big things that happened. We were, you know, uh, big in a couple of big countries and stuff, but 
nonetheless, we are going to convert only to video format going forward as of today for our podcast. There will be no more Spotify. There will be no more Apple Pods. They are done. It is only on the YouTube channel. So now you have to come by. Now you have to subscribe. Now you have to put on those post notifications so you never miss an episode or a live stream or anything else we do here on the channel because this is now your new home for all podcasts and everything else related. So thank you all. I appreciate everyone's time. I appreciate everyone hanging out with us on a Thursday. I know Thursdays is a weird day to do a podcast, but everyone else is doing them the rest of the week, so I said Thursdays, why not? Uh, But, yeah, so that's it. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Thank you to everybody on the live streams and everybody coming in and hanging out with us now. And we shall see everybody tomorrow night for AEW Collision. Collision. Rampage. Grand Slam Rampage. Rampage. Wow, yeah. Wow, I'm not even burnt out, but I guess I'm burnt out. All righty. Have a good night, everybody. Let's wave to the camera now. And Horton, you better wave this time, okay? Because I saw (laughs) it. You didn't wave. I promise you didn't wave.